The autumn wind is a pirate. Welcome, Raider Nation, to the Raider Nation podcast. And I'm your host, Raider Craig. And here we are, just before we play the hated Kansas City Chiefs, or as other people like to call them, the chefs, over in their house. I like to call it Sparrowhead Stadium in Kansas City. Yes, that's our next game. And of course, we have to look for those all-time favorite fans, the Chiefs Nation. Brother, what a joke. Check out the webpage. I hope Randy could pull up a picture of the Chiefs Nation. Well, you know, I guess they say uh, flattery can be found in in someone stealing your freaking ideas. That's what it can be found in. <laughs> Raider Nation's been around since the beginning. And the Chiefs Nation, I don't know where these characters came from, but, uh, you know, check them out. The Red Man and all those guys. Elvis, please, please save that for the true nation. The original, the Raider Nation. Okay, without further ado, let's talk about today's show. Yeah, yeah. Do you know about my city? The city of old. Oh, don't you know? Do you know about my city? The city of old. Oh, don't you know? Now let's take a little trip down memory lane. Today's show, of course, will be the pregame for the Kansas City Chiefs, and we'll go over some things that I think are important about this game. You should have hope, my Raider brothers and sisters, that we're going to be victorious this weekend and punk those KC Chiefs in their own house. I'm telling you, we can do it. It's totally possible, and you know, got to be positive because you just can't be negative. That's what sports is all about. Okay, so today's show, the pregame, also the quarterback controversy. Boy, does everybody have to have one. Now we do. Porter and Moss. Well, especially Moss. We're going to start calling him Mr. Honesty. That's bullshit. And of course, the story today will be, what is the frickin' plan, Raiders? We'll talk a little bit about what Al Davis has said, trying to put together a puzzle of the season and maybe bring to light to the nation what could possibly be happening here um, to our team. So let's get on to the show. The QB controversy right off the bat. Okay, so Andrew Walter pops off about his offensive coordinator and his weak playbook. And yes, we all can understand of course, there are fans that I have talked to, and I have to agree with their point that he should have kept his mouth shut because he has no business saying nothing because he hasn't really done anything in the NFL. It's not like he's made a mark and he has some room to talk. Until he starts making touchdowns and completing passes and not throwing them over their head or under throwing them or whatever, uh, Walter should keep his pie hole shut, and that's a very substantial and agreeable position. But he said it, and then, of course, he came out with the apology, which I'm sure was in lieu of the fine. And I don't even know if they might have fined him anyway, but uh, one or the other, I'm sure that happened. But Aaron Brooks has been itching at the trigger. You know, he's been itching to get in there and get pummeled every doggone down. So Archell's going to show 
He's going to show something now to Andrew Walter. You don't talk. You don't speak up. You just do what we tell you to do and get out there and get hit every doggone down because you don't have a playbook. Well, here's the QB controversy in the nutshell for this Raider fan. Archell, don't be a bonehead. Keep Walter in there and continue to let him develop as a quarterback. The only way you'll know if he's viable or worthy or anything else for that matter, salvageable, you choose the word. But the only way you're going to find it out is if he plays football. And Brooks should be held in case he gets hit and hurt. Period. Brooks will not be the man. He will not come back and save us. He will fumble the ball three times. I'm telling you, do not let Brooks be the quarterback in this game. End of the controversy because it shouldn't be a controversy at all. Oh, here's some news. Again, the Raider Nation week in Kansas City has been canceled due to a run at Denver. Yes, they're not even looking at the Raider game. They're looking at their next game against the Denver Broncos. That's the game that everyone's focused on. That's the big event. They're even putting their tents up for that event this weekend. It's a big game, Kansas City-Denver. This game, nobody gives a crap. Telling you right now, right off the bat. So... Kansas City has canceled Raider Week because they evidently, well, I'll get into that with my story right now because I might as well hit it. Well, let me hit the Mr. Honesty because I think that is some funny, I think it's funny. And the writer of this article is Jerry McDonald. And he wrote that Randy Moss is just being honest about his situation in Oakland. He's just... He's letting his honesty and his true heart, as what you can get out of this crappy article, out. Well, that would be fine if it was an option. You know, I don't see people doing their job on the account of their being happy or not, Mr. Brain Surgeon. Boy, I tell you what, man, you better make sure your surgeon's happy. You better hire her, him, a her, him or her a hooker the night before, or whatever they want. Buy them what they want. Make them happy because, hell, if they're anything like Randy Moss, you might up, you know, paralyzed on one side, walking, you know, sideways, looking sideways, being sideways. But it's okay because he's honest. It's okay he's getting the $4 million a year, dropping balls, letting them hit the ground because he's honest. Well, I'm not buying that Jerry MacDonald. Well, old McDonald, let me tell you one thing right now. He's a professional athlete and should act as such, which is putting it all. That is 100% on the line for the team that pays you the big bonies. And anything less than that is bullshit. And you must be another guy that grew up in high school playing chess, being on the chess club and the speech league and all that kind of geek shit. Because evidently, you've never been in a competitive sport, a battling of physical presence, a game of collision, because Mr. Honesty has no place in sports, any sport, hockey, tennis, baseball, basketball, you name it. An athlete is paid to perform at its peak 
is 100% Mark all the time. And yes, we all are human. And yes, we do have our ups and downs. But a bad mood as an excuse not to play is bullshit. And the fact that Jerry MacDonald is giving this guy a pass by saying he's just being honest, I think is complete horse crap. So there you go, Raider fans. That's what I think. Tell me what you think on that RaiderNationPodcast.com comments form section because we're going to be hitting that today as well. Okay, let's go into the plan. What is the plan? I know we've heard about it. Bloggers have been blogging about it. Pontificators have been pontificating about it. But what is the plan for the Oakland Raiders? Now, I have done a little research. I went I went back in the Raiders site and looked at all the old interviews, the preseason interviews, as far back as I can go, with Tom Walsh, with his chicken is chicken, and, of course, the hiring of Art Shell, and, of course, the induction of John Madden into the Pro Football Hall of Fame, where I found some things to be pretty obvious. Al Davis loves Tom Walsh. He said it many, many times in his speech. He said it with passion. He said it with bravado. And he also said about Art Shell, how he felt bad. There was almost a tear in that one. And so I say to you, Raider Nation, I say right now, this is what I think the plan is, just from the observation of and taking in what they've said, which could be a whole bunch of bullshit anyway. <laughs> could be a smokescreen for something completely different. Who knows? I am not Nostradamus. But I will say this. I will say that the plan is Art Shell, Tom Walsh, Al Davis stay together for two seasons. I say that Al gives Art two seasons to turn it around, get his kind of players in there, and make his kind of discipline happen and make this offense work regardless. He's got two years. That is all I can say. So in knowing that, we can only hope that the situation gets better and control gets gained. And the only way we're going to gain control and I'm going to tell you right now, Raider fans, is by winning some football games. And so, without further ado, let me move on to the game at Sparrowhead. I think that's so funny, Sparrowhead. I think that's hilarious. Raider fans, listen here. Pay close freaking attention. We have had 11 straight divisional losses. Okay? I did not freaking stutter on 11 straight divisional losses. It is time. It is time for this team to take a division game, especially sweetly in their backyard, Sparrowhead in Kansas City. Now, those brazen Midwesterners 
are very hateful to the nation. But like I said before, they're hateful, but they mock us. Well, they don't mock us. You know, they copy us by being the chief's nation. I said, you know, how hokey that crap is. But it's pretty funny when you look at these guys. I'd love to be there to make fun of them. I'd love, I wish one of them would travel. None of them travel. So there you go. Unlike the Raider Nation, which travels far and wide to support the team, without a doubt. We're 10 point underdogs, Raider fans. We're 10 points down when we walk into the stadium. All the more reason for the Raiders to be ready to roll. Gonzalez is out. He is doubtful, less than doubtful. He's out of the game. He's got a bad knee, I believe. And they don't want to make any problems for him. Now, we have our first era of injuries, too. Barry Sims is not going to play. Robert Gallery is questionable. So we have some issues as well. But here's to the game. Let me just tell you a little history here. Two months ago, the Kansas City Chiefs thought that the Raiders were going to be punks and roll right over us without any difficulty. Now, the D is really, really nasty. And they got to face it. And they're starting to freak out a little bit because the Chiefs had the banged-up old line. They didn't have the strength that they had last season. And let me tell you right now, they just put Trent Green back in the game, as you well know, post-concussion. So the neurosurgeons will be paying very close attention to Trent this weekend because he is going to have quite a game on his hands. Now, I said it again. There's 11 straight divisional losses. I don't care if you're half-dead. That kind of bother you, especially when you're on the team, especially you think you can contribute to a Raiders victory. The Raiders need to keep their heart in this game for 60 full. That concludes the defense, which has been doing it, for crying out loud, consistently. Now, I'll tell you, if they don't keep their heart in it, and that goes for offense, they cannot fold in the half. They can't fold in the third quarter. we got to play a full 60 minutes on both freaking sides of the ball. No doubt, you say. Well, I say no doubt I got to get it out because that's exactly what I'm thinking. Okay, here we go. If we do go with Aaron Brooks, which I think would be a tragic freaking mistake, don't expect him to run. Don't expect him to do much because he is still bound to the comic book. I mean, a playbook that is called the Raiders secret weapons against the NFL. But it's apparently lost a lot of bullets because it ain't making any shots lately. So, if Aaron Brooks does play, okay, if Aaron Brooks does play, then we can only hope that he'll be able to scramble for some yards. And I don't mean running yards, I mean passing yards. Because against the run, the Chiefs might give it a task and hurt him again, which we couldn't have again. He's got to not fumble the ball. Brooks has a terrible tendency to fumble. Yeah, I know. So does Walter. What do you do? What do you do? You can't put Tui in the game. Okay, so if either guy starts this game, they have to try a bootleg-like play, something like the Broncos run, because the Kansas City Chiefs are vulnerable to the bone, to the bootleg. We have to have at least, at the very least, a rollout. Either Brooks or Walter has to start rolling to one side to get extra time to get the ball out. <laughs> we got to get the ball out. Lamont Jordan, Justin Fargus, you guys have to make it happen. 
you know, Crockett played a great game. Those great plays will, I'm sure, be in the repertoire, but consider them, you know, known already by the Chiefs. We have to have something fresh. Come on, Tom. If we're going to have you for two years, please, please, I beg of you, do something original. Have a consistent game plan throughout the game. Learn how to adjust. And for all, all you can do, don't get our quarterback murdered. Uh, that's the very least I ask from you. Okay. And I want to say one thing about Tom Walsh. You know, I'll tell you. Well, I won't say anymore because if he doesn't allow, allow Brooks the plays, that he doesn't get squished off in the pocket, which, you know, that's what happens. If you don't give the quarterback the opportunity in the blocking scheme that he can get to the outside, well, he just ain't going to get to the outside. That's all. And that's it's a fluke. And that's bullshit. And, Tom, I'm going to have to call you for this game because of the time of year. Tom is now Tom Turkey Walsh. <laughs> All right, Tom, there you go. You had your two cents. That's what your playbook must sound like, too. That's pretty funny. <laughs> okay, so Brooks should roll out. And, of course, from the turkey of Idaho... You have to understand, he has to give Brooks and Walters an escape plan. Now, I'm talking about the D. I'm talking about the defense. Bring it. Defense, I want you to pummel Trent Green into another psychotic state. So he has to be out for another couple games anyways. Nothing permanent, of course, but I want record sacks in this game. We need them. Burgess, Sapp, Kelly. We've got to pummel those guys, and we have to stop Larry Johnson, who loves the Raiders, who put pretty good yardage on us before, but we got to stop this kid. I think we can do it. I think we can do it. We've been stopping the run. We've been doing a great job, but we got to stick his ass and watch out for the screens, of course, because that's what they like to do. I expect three interceptions in this game because Trent's rusty arm, because our secondary is awesome. And plus, the linebacker's playing crazy. Now we have to stop the run. Once we do that, we got the three interceptions in the bag. Special teams, step up, baby. I know you can. It's all about the field position. Field position is all the game. If you're starting on your six-yard line, you're hosed, especially with our offense. So if you can start at the 46, it's a hell of a lot better game. That's what I'm talking about, and that's the thing we got to do on special teams. We need position and turnovers on the other side of the ball. we got to have something kind of kind of insane coverage so that we can knock the ball out and get the ball back way down in the enemy territory. Now, the defense allowed only 68 points in the last five games. That's pretty insane. 68 points. My hat and heart go out to these guys. They are playing their ass off. And with 13 interceptions, our D is only in the second place, tied with the Bears for interceptions, only behind the Ravens. That is pretty damn cool. So you can bet the Kansas City Chiefs are not going to be ready for the Oakland defense, no matter what you say, no matter how you say it. I don't believe that they are pumped up like they usually are. Now, I know the fans will be, but we'll have Sack Happy Sap and company, Kelly, Burgess. It will be in 
sanity. I predict that the Oakland Raider defense will overwhelm the offense of the Kansas City Chiefs and stuff them in their own stadium. I also believe that three field goals by Janikowski will be what we'll need, plus a possible touchdown by the defense to have a victory here. I know the Raiders could win this game and shock everybody, I'm sure. I'm sure the media pundits will be standing up saying it was a lucky win like every win we've had this season. And if our offense doesn't get any better, of course it will be a lucky win provided by the defense, which really wouldn't be a lucky win because they worked their ass off to get it. Well, that's about all I have to say about that garbage. That's not garbage. That's the game. That's what we have to look forward to. 11 straight Raider fans, 11 straight divisional losses. That is just bullcrap. we got to stop that, man. We've got to stop the bleeding here. You hear me? I know you hear me because I know you're feeling me because I know every fan has the same doggone thoughts. When will the Raiders turn around? And I don't mean to depress you about the Tom Walsh Art Shell show for the next year, but I think reality is reality. I think Art Shell and Al Davis are very, very close, and I think that they are one in mind, and that is not the general mind of the Raider Nation. It is their mind in the Twilight Zone. Your next stop, the Twilight Zone. (laughs) Okay, so, knowing that, being that, feeling that, the Raider Nation is 10 points under. Here's an interesting story. I got to slip this in because I thought it was funny. You know, the Steve Young wanted to buy the Oakland Raiders, which would be kind of a funny thing. I don't know about the fans. I, I don't know if you had anybody come back. And of course, Bon Jovi wants to buy the Raiders. He owns an arena football league, the Philly Soul. Uh, I like your music, Bon Jovi, but uh, forget buying the Raiders. We need an owner that has teeth. <laughs> we don't need a rocker owner, okay? Because uh, we just don't. We, we, we need Al Davis to, you know, listen a little bit to the Raider Nation Hear what we're having to say, and you should go to my blog or go to my site on my comments forum section and check it out. Okay, well, here we go. All aboard! <laughs> I, 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 Vargas Raider fan. Our defense, I love our defense, but our offense sucks badly. Absolutely, man. I'll tell you right now, our offense does suck, but we can still do it. We have a team. We got players. It can happen. And he said he just found this site through iTunes, and he's loving it. Well, that's cool, Willie. That's cool, man. I hope I'm glad you like it because... Uh, we like to do it here at the Raider Nation Podcast. Now to my beloved Raiders team. Art Shell, you're freaking you're up, man. Randy, you and Porter can just plain old leave. You suck. Defense, what can I say? Um, 
that he's that you guys haven't already done. You guys are great. He goes on to say about the defense, how it's killer, and how offense. Oh my, I cry every week we play. Yes, I do too. And <laughs> I feel everything you're saying, man. And this is a Newark, Delaware fan. He's a Raider for life. All right, man. He's in hostile territory. He's up there with the Patriot Rats, the Patriot Rat fans. And I know what, man. They can be. Uh, what a bunch of pompous guys. I just hope that the rats the rats get sunk on the ship this season and burn right now because I can't stand the paper rats, and my heart goes out to you there in hostile territory. Rick Rocker comes in. Ha, ha. Hey, Greg, I just listened to your podcast. Chump Award. That's what I gave the award for Randy Moss that he got for running punts back. Um, he was a return specialist. He was given... Uh, they've actually named an award after him for being excellent in punt return, excuse me, returns. And they call it the Randy Moss Award. And I said that they can call it the Chump Award because he's a chump who just has to be in a good mood to play football and give it his all, which I think is a chump. So the Chump Award is what he's talking about. That's a good one. We need Walter for a couple more years. I think so too, man. They got to let him play. We just can't let him go you know, end up being a pretty good quarterback on another team a few years down the road because I think so too. If they let him go, he's going to go somewhere else like, you know, San Diego or Denver and come back and murder us because, you know, he looks good. He can do it. And he says, man, it sure looks like you guys have a great time over there in the Raider Mecca tailgating. Thanks for the video cast. Brings all Raider fans closer to the home. Take care. Rick Rocker. Well, thank you, man, because that's why I do those video casts. Randy and I have a blast. It's so much fun. And I invite anybody, any of you guys who want to come down to the, to the Raider Nation podcast tailgate, just get on down there. Let me know. Drop me an email. Put it out here on the site, however you want to do it, man. And uh, we connect. We'll get, get together. And, you know, those videos are so fun because everybody's from somewhere else. And, well, you can see. I don't have to say very much more. They speak for themselves. German Raider. Do not assist our shell. Sounds like the German guy is on fire right now. We should no longer support our shell's behavior. His last comments in the press comments show that he is not at all about winning. Well, you know what? I just think that uh, we're going to have to support our shell because he's our coach. I might not agree with him. I might be able to call him a buffoon from time to time. And you know what I feel about Tom Walsh. But those are the guys that are running the team right now. And there's nothing I can do about it or you can do about it. So, you know, not supporting them is one thing. But we got to support them because they're the ones at the head of the show. And we got to make it happen. I understand your frustration with Tom Walsh. It is mine all over, down to the core, as you guys know. I don't need to go on about him because... That's the way it is. And he says the same thing. He's pissed off. He's pissed off because Shell won't let him go and fire him. Well, I, I'll tell you, like I just said on this podcast, I just think it's the plan. The plan is to go into the draft next season, to drop Porter and Moss, use that cap room to hire to get some young guns, perhaps, or maybe some other wide receivers. But they're going to make the offensive line like a solid block wall, and they're going to make this play work if it shoves it down everybody's throat, and that's what they want to do. And I think that's the plan, and I'm sticking to it because I'll tell you right now, what other plan could it be? I think that's what it is. UK Raider Joe, three topics with the team. We just don't know what to do with ourselves. Do-do. 
Andrew Walter is going to be huge. Of course, he's better than Leinart, and that's what he says. Um, and it's not right to put him into all those beatings, of course. Um, I think he needs the experience. I, I do think that's the same thing because I feel the same way. But the other option is to get a brand new quarterback next year or a veteran to give him some to give him some ideas. No way, we don't want a veteran. We want somebody from the beginning. We need a stabler, man. We need someone to come in, rookie, and make it happen. You know, it's totally possible. Andrew Walter has everything that he needs to be a good quarterback. We just have to help the team make him a good quarterback. He also says the O line. <laughs> Or what's called now the zero line. It's pathetic. I could block better, and I'm 200 pounds. These guys blocking includes watching their guys run past them and then pretending that it was someone else's fault. Give me a break. These guys need to get intense and give Walter or whoever could be some protection. Otherwise, there's no hope. Absolutely. It's not going to change. We're in week 10. You know, we have what we have, and we're playing what we got. And we're going to have to wait till next year to make it happen. Running game, he says. In one drive, Fargus ran all three balls. All three were one yards. Uh, Crockett ran the most for us, and we got some yards. Just, of course, we have a running game. We need to use our running game. Um, we should get 20 to 30 carries uh, at least a game. Um, Fargus could be good. I like Fargus, too. Uh, Lamont's fine at certain circumstances, but I think Fargus is quick. He needs to be in there more. He says also he's all the way over here in the UK. That's right, man. Dave, Keith, and Richard were just here. It was cool. Thank you for being fans over there. We really love it when you come over. So come on over, man. And the only games I've seen is the Pittsburgh game where I actually scared my dog when we won. I was that excited. And the Seahawks game where we I nearly cried. Come on, Raiders. Get it together. See you guys. Yeah, man. Thank you for uh, UK Raider Joe for piping in here. You're always welcome. You got some good ideas. That's the way it is. And a dingo ate my baby, which is, of course, the author of theblackholesun.com. Check it out. Another Raider blogger who is cerebral. Okay. Dingo ate my baby. We just... We get a shot at Green. Now, he's pretty happy here that Trent Green's going to be coming into the game because uh, he's happy that he's been punked before and we're going to have a, a doggone field day with him just like we did Roethlisberger in his post-concussion. Trent game, Green will be even better because Tony Gonzalez is no longer, like I said, working for the team this week. So he's on the bench. He should be on the bench because he's got a, a pretty significant injury. And Burgess should have a wonderful afternoon. <laughs> Beat down to the Bucktooth Chief. Uh, Saf will get ready, and he'll have a great day all over Larry Johnson, which I think, too. We need a win at Arrowhead. That would be great. By the way, Greg, thanks for the s supportive words on, on the BlackHoleSun.com in your last podcast. Hey, anytime, man. Dingo ate my baby. Anybody who's got a name like that deserves it because I, I love that. And if anybody didn't see that Seinfeld episode, you're missing out. Okay, Raider, 1138. UK Raider flags? Well, 1138 wants some UK Raider flags. And so I'm telling you, the Crusader Raiders, you got to get a hold of this cat right here. 1138 Raider, he's right here on the, the comments section. And see if your wives will 
will make these guys flags like that because I know they are awesome. And, man, you haven't seen anything. You feel those things. Those are significantly tough. And uh, they've taken some some beatings here, I'm sure, in the last couple games. So, Especially when they hung those flags. You know they hung those same flags out there at uh, that stone. What was that? What's that place called? That famous place in England. Stonehenge, that's what it is. That famous place called Stonehenge. These guys, there's a fence around it, and they hung the flags out there, and they took pictures of it just before the guards came and demanded to remove those flags. You will remove those flags immediately. <laughs> you hope you guys can get it, man. It's pretty funny, I think. But there's a great shot of that, and we got it here somewhere on Radio Nation Podcast. Well, this is Redder Greg with the show. Just keep your heads up high. Keep wearing your stuff. Remember, man, we'll be back some way, somehow. You know, things will happen. The stars will align. The Raiders will be victorious and once again feared because they are already feared, man. I'm telling you, be proud. When everybody punks the Raiders, say, hey, check the D. And they have to look at you and say, oh, yeah, you ready? You bet. That's right. That's right. They got a good defense. So we got something to hang our hats on for sure, Raider Nation. Be proud. Be loud. And I'll see you at the next game. Until then, this is Raider Greg and I.